0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another week of Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. I'm excited for this week. You are? I am. That beautiful voice is the lovely Kristen Barros. Hello, everybody. Oh do! Again, full names. What, I, what, week after week, we're just going to name. alternate. <laughs> I thought I'd say your full name because you said my full name last week. Yeah. I am Julie Eisenstrager. Hello, Julie. Uh, don't stalk us. Um, probably easier to stalk me than KB. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many out there. Uh, this week, KB, I've brought um, to the table uh, another pretty much proven conspiracy theory. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, Julie. Uh, you feel good. Did you see the flash of my screen before? Do you know what today's episode is about? I think you just actually—you
1: just sent me a subliminal message about subliminal messaging.
0: I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. It was a quick flash, but she saw it, guys. But I this saw week, it. I'm talking about uh, subliminal messaging. So bear with me while I find my notes. I uh, here they are. Here they are. Here they are. Uh, so advertising saturates our everyday lives we see it everywhere from billboards product placement in tv and movies and now sponsored ads in our social media so I guess most people are aware they're being advertised too but what some people may not know is that they're also being targeted on a subliminal level (laughs)
1: Like in Josie and the Pussycats, is it that movie? Oh, like, I think
0: that's very purposeful they're... advertising, but yes. <laughs> Doesn't like oh, I remember there being like a <laughs> Macca's scene in that or something. Yeah. That's how I always picture it. McDonald's yeah, but there's like a say? message
1: in their songs that people hear so that uh, they go out and buy the stuff. That's
0: yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. So advertising as well as a number of other channels have been using subliminal messaging for years uh like years decades Uh pretty much as long as advertising's been a thing they've been Uh trying to do this kind of not really (laughs) (laughs) but maybe more so with the invention of um social media and data mining Uh oh, it's kind of dropped off a little bit but it's still it's still there it's still prevalent in marketing I think but I think because they have access now so easily to go and find basically they look through our phones and find exactly what we're Googling anyway. They don't have to use subliminal messaging. They can use targeted advertising. Yeah, But once upon a time, so I'll tell you a little bit about the history of subliminal advertising. Oh, please. Mm. The birth of subliminal advertising, as we know it, dates to 1957. Whoa. (laughs) I know. (laughs) When a market researcher named James DeCray inserted the words, eat popcorn and drink Coca-Cola into a movie. (laughs) <laughs> Word? I know it's great you can if you guys want to see this there'll be a link in our show notes to where I found it do you know what of
1: all the subliminal messages I ever want to have eat popcorn and drink coca-cola are like the best I'll do not it not bad I'll do not it not right about now
0: it. you've already convinced me
1: what's it'd be like if
0: popcorn. they said to me like eat tacos I'm like <laughs> I'm already doing it <laughs> <laughs> don't need to tell me twice <laughs> Uh, For the record, I'm not eating tacos at this very second. But I am eating cheese. Um, The words appeared for a single frame, allegedly long enough for the subconscious to pick it up, but too short for the viewer to be aware of it. The subliminal ad supposedly created an 18.1% increase in the Coke sales and a 57.8% increase in popcorn sales. However... Vickrey's results turned out to be a hoax but more recent experiments have shown that subliminal messaging actually can affect the consumer behavior in small ways. A Harvard study from 1999 employed a similar method to Vickrey's. I have a real hard time saying his name guys, (laughs) I apologize. Subjects played a computer game in which a series of words flashed before them for a few thousandths of a second. One set got positive words like wise, astute, and accomplished, and the other set got words like senile, dependent, and deceased. Whoa. No, it was diseased. <laughs> okay. <So laughs> like close, morbid. You know, same <laughs> word but different. Uh, despite the fact that these words flash far too quickly to be consciously perceived, those who received positive words exited the room significantly faster than those who got negative words. Wow. So what I thought we might do today is have a look at a few examples. (laughs) I'm going to show KB these images as I go through each theory, but don't worry because these images will also appear on our socials throughout the week for you all to have a look at as well. But first, let's just take a mini break, just a breather. Oh, I'm breathed. I'm breathed. I'm good.
1: You are? You're breathed? Yep. I'm yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> let's, let's,
0: I'm very nervous about what I'm about to subliminally sublim- sublim- read. Some of it is subliminal, some of it is not so much. So take, for example, the Magnum Light ad- advertisement, which at first glance may appear to be three Magnum chocolate ice creams kind of laid over each other. But if we take a closer look, it morphs into say like the the lower region of a lady oh okay oh let's see if you can see oh I see this I see
1: this very clearly straight away
0: yeah (laughs) it's one of those that it's like ah that's a butt
1: (laughs) that is that is that is yeah Yeah. so Um, (laughs) but I don't know if I would have seen it if you hadn't told you
0: Mm, yeah I know it's a butt for sure it's so what we're looking at is three ice creams but I think it's the one that kind of makes up the back portion of of the letter that makes it the most obvious um one of the biggest controversies ever relating to um subliminal messages happened in one of our favorite advertising places Mm. well one of I guess advertising's favorite places um in the Formula One, so once upon a time, it was very, very popular for tobacco um and the alcohol industry to advertise through formula One racing, yeah. however, at one point, all of the tobacco brand logos were removed from cars due to new laws restricting restricting where tobacco could be promoted yeah. um, so Marlboro uh who are the makers of cigarettes, yep at uh, one particular rent if. I don't know. Some of our listeners may not know. I don't know. (laughs) There we go. Marlboro. Uh, Very iconic logo. Um, And they had been using the world of motorsport for years. Um, They came up with a really clever plan. They simply created a more subtle design. They simulated a tobacco packet by painting a barcode on the back of the car. And this barcode, when viewed at a high speed, morphs back into the Marlboro logo. Like, I I can't be mad. It's so clever, I can't be mad at it. So let me show you this one, KB. Have a look at this.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, that takes a lot of work. Yes, it does. It takes a lot of work. It's almost more effort than just finding somewhere else to advertise your cigarette. <laughs> I
1: mean, you would have had to test it out on like so many times before yeah. it got there. Yeah, I mean, good on them, I guess.
0: I, I think it's, it's very, very clever what they what they did, and it's not necessarily even um at, when seen at high speed an exact copy of the Marlboro logo. Like you, I don't think they could be fined for that. No, but what they've done is create the the um. I don't know, the iconic colours and, and the, the let's say, the vibe, the Marlboro, of oh. the Marlboro brand. Yeah. That was uh, a joke from the castle for everyone who did not know yeah. why I said the Marlboro. I,
1: um, uh, yeah, I'm to ignore it because it's one of my least favourite movies of all time. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, they also, the barcode also kind of looks like just a line of cigarettes, like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very. It is very clever.
0: Very, very clever. Um, okay, we all know that the Simpsons have a long history with both conspiracy and subliminal product placement, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's a perfect example of their. It's kind of self promotion. It's kind of not self promotion. Before the first ever episode of Futurama aired, the creators of The Simpsons gave a subtle shout-out to the audience to make sure that they would watch the new TV show. You can see um, in the image during the credits, the words, Watch Futurama, were placed between the first and surname of the executive producer, David Cohen. (laughs) But that wasn't the only nod it gave to the new series um, that was about to be launched at the time. As you can see from the second image, uh, one of the scenes you can very, very clearly see a character wearing a Futurama shirt. Uh, this is not subliminal at all. <laughs> uh, this is
1: just like outright. Like
0: blatant. Watch Futurama.
1: Watch. I love that. That's
0: amazing. And the second photo. For-
1: <laughs> I mean, if you weren't really looking at the peeps in the background, then you might miss it, but you probably wouldn't miss you probably wouldn't. Well,
0: you would. You would miss because I don't read the the credits of every show I ever watch. Yeah, you know, like I don't necessarily see those kind of things, but they're just there. Yeah. And sometimes I guess that's the idea of subliminal messaging is the by the fact that they're just there. Exactly.
1: It's meant to be not obvious. It's meant to your mind just goes, oh, I want to watch
0: Futurama. Why
1: do I want to watch Futurama?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so what are we up to theory number 3 4 now
1: oh yeah
0: uh coca cola has always been a controversial company and in regard in regards to subliminal messaging and a whole bunch of things really yeah. they just l- can't seem to you know run away from controversy yeah. um some people say that their bottles are shaped like women which is kind of inviting you know these uh, lustful thoughts yeah i kind of think that maybe they're just shaped they to be comfortable in a hand, <laughs> but anyway, um, that's not what we're looking at today. Now, Katie no? are you a fan of the Lord of the Rings series? I mean, I've seen it, is that yeah? Enough? <laughs> I've seen it too. I don't think I paid attention, but I definitely saw it. Yeah, I was, I, it was, uh, it's a long story. <laughs> why
1: do we go? We won't go into it now. As why <laughs> I watched the Lord of the Rings, but it was something that happened,
0: and now but it I'm, was a thing, but
1: it was a thing, yes. Why? Uh, what has well, the Lord of the Rings have to do with subliminal messaging?
0: And with Coca-Cola. And with coca In the movie The Lord of the Rings, when the character played by Elijah Wood, mm-hmm. her, also known as Alpha Roto, I knew that one out of the top of my head. Yeah, thanks yeah, for yeah, another yeah. podcast we're on. But anyway, uh, I'm on, I should say. You can see in an inscription on the ring, among the letters, um, most are like you can't read them um, with some clarity the words coca-cola no you cannot you actually can you can. actually yeah
1: <gasps> oh my goodness you actually can <laughs> this is mental yeah
0: but no i know no. it's pretty clear, apart from like the end of the cola i'm not too sure about that but the coke uh, it's not yeah It it, yeah yeah I mean it's a blockbuster movie of course there's gonna be product placement in there but that is they like that's okay that's some good product placement right good product placement yeah but I left the best to last of course you did (laughs) because why would you put it first why would I put it first (laughs) um let's look at the uh Benz and Hedges so that's another brand of cigarettes and this theory is probably my favourite because it's subtle, but when, it point, when it's pointed out, it's so obvious. <laughs> it's so funny. So I this particular Benson and Hedges advertisement appeared, advertisement, I can't with the words, appeared on the back of the cover of Time magazine in April 1976. Yeah. During this period, Time had a circulation of about 4 million and was read by about 20 million people. The cost of running a full-page ad was approximately $75,000, and the artwork could have cost maybe $20,000. Since it was run many times in different periodicals, the cost of the entire campaign probably exceeded half a million dollars. Whoa. So the picture I'm going to show you, KB, appears to portray a young couple embracing each other. From the way they're dressed, it appears that they might have been on a date and they might have maybe return to one of their homes for a little drink. Okay, all right. A bottle of wine has been opened and the two untouched glasses are on the table. The caption prominently proclaims, if you got crushed in the clinch with your soft pack, try our new hard pack. So the play on words hard and soft is difficult to overlook. However, what's hidden in this image perhaps could have been overlooked. Yeah. Uh, if you take a good hard <laughs> hard look at it, <laughs> look at where the man's hand is placed. He appears to be holding. Yeah, you know what? You tell me what he's holding. Uh <laughs> oh. Uh oh. Here we go. Looks pretty innocent, right? It like yes. Yeah, he's yeah. he's it holding looked- her back. Yeah. Uh, but if you really take a closer look, yeah, it appears he's holding an erect penis.
1: I'm sorry, what? <laughs>
0: he's he's holding an erect penis. <laughs> oh, if we <laughs> just, zoom in there. I've just shown so a, in. a zoomed in image. And it's, yeah, when you look at it zoomed in, it's actually very obvious. Yeah, yes. I mean, maybe she just has a weird back. I too have a penis back. <laughs> uh, it has afflicted me for many years. <laughs> if only I could reach it.
1: I mean, everyone's looking for a good time, but I guess it's like it's, it is interesting to see that a lot of the subliminal messaging do have to messaging-ings? Messages have to do with,
0: I guess, sex cells is what the model of the story is. And there's other ads where, I don't know if it's vodka or something, it's some some sort of drink that it's got a a glass of ice and there's three cubes in the ice and you can see the words S-E-X written through that ice. (laughs) And it's another one that's like pretty clear when you look at it. Or lot. when it's pointed out to you.
1: I mean, I love a good subliminal message. Again, it just reminds me of Josie and the Pussycats. But I also really love when it's very, very obvious. Like <laughs> the end, of last seasons of the Mindy Project where she's just constantly eating McDonald's or <laughs> um, when Disney took over once upon a time and kids just started carrying Mickey Mouse toys. And I'm like, oh, Disney must have bought out the network.
0: Like, <laughs> I um, I enjoy... I guess I enjoy pointing out to people um, product placement. Yeah. So um, I made a drinking game because uh, uh, I have many friends that just love The Bachelor. I can't stand it. I think it's trash, uh, <laughs> I mean, but they love I don't The think Bachelor. Anyone's not aware that it's trash, because some people really Ooh. enjoy trash. <laughs> I think some people don't understand just how trash it is. Anyway, <laughs> um, I made up a drinking game to prove to my friends. How much product placement was in was in reality TV. I was like, you need to drink every time you see the name brand of something in the show. So there was like this ambi pure thing on the table. I was like, drink. And they're like, why? I'm like, there's ambi pure on the table. You wouldn't be able to see the name if it wasn't product placement. And they're like, oh, okay. But the the real clincher was when the ad breaks came on. We also had to watch those because if the product was also then in the ad break, that's <laughs> two drinks. <laughs> we got very drunk. drunk. Oh yeah,
1: smash. Look, um, I I love this theory. Uh, the, like, it's subl- I wouldn't like subliminal messaging is in everything, and it's not just with words or pictures. It's colors and like, there's so many different ways yeah. to trick the brain into to thinking something before it knows that it's thinking about it
0: oh yeah (laughs) this one's a a doozy especially the last one (laughs) Uh, yeah that one's yeah there's just a little curvy bit at the top that's super sus
1: there is a little there's a little indentation in there Um, that would suggest
0: yeah Uh, but if you guys also really enjoyed this episode please do let us know because there are so many subliminal messaging um, articles out there and things that I can bring to you and blow KB's mind all over again. (laughs) Yeah, do Uh, it. Yeah. So you know where to find us. Uh, We are on Instagram and Facebook as Podcast. You can email us at gmail.com. But if you want to be a real pal, if you just really liked this episode and can't wait to see these somewhat dirty pictures come out on (laughs) our Instagram and Facebook, you can head over to you know whatever podcast you're on and rate review and subscribe uh if you are on spotify you know listen to the episode again why not and again and then again and again again. again. tell your friends Mm -hmm.
1: to listen to it have a listening
0: party listen to it together that's what they should have in isolation listening parties yeah (laughs) it's really fun (laughs) it's really fun we get to listen (laughs) uh but until next week uh when you can hear us our insane ramblings all over again i've been julia eisentrager with kb and it's been a great time yeah until next week Bye. bye